Hi, I'm Siege Tantenko of Puma Podcast. You may know me from our podcasts, Go Hard Girls, WhatsApp Araling Panlipunan Rebooted, or our newest fiction podcast, Miss Connection. Last weekend, my mom was arrested. My mom, a 59-year-old special education professor who, like other titas of Manila, has white hair, texts with two hands, and plays wholesome mobile games about planting vegetables. She was arrested at our local wet market after arguing with a policeman. Uh, I was so surprised when you called me yesterday, Mom. I was making breakfast. Usapan natin bawat linggo, tuwing mamamalengke ka, ako yung gagawa ng breakfast. Narinig ko yung telepono nag-ring. Mm-hmm. Hindi ko nga pinansin eh, nung una yung telepono. Yeah. Kasi wala namang tumatawag sa landline natin. So, dinadenma ko lang. And then I picked it up. It was you. And I thought you were gonna say, naiwan mo cellphone mo sa bahay. <laughs> <laughs> Hindi. I, I was at the barangay hall already, already at that time. We are over a month into the extended community quarantine. When our president says things like this, Kung gusto talaga ninyo ng gulo, Gogoluhin natin ang bayan natin. My orders are shoot them dead. E kaysa maggulo kayo diyan, diilibing ko na kayo. And the news sounds like this. Auwi sa pamamaril ang tensionadong tagpo sa isang quarantine checkpoint sa Quezon City. Patay ang isang dating sundalo matapos barilin ng sumitang pulis. Ang lalaki ang kauna-unahang And this I have to have my right to complain as a citizen. I am not a criminal. But you don't have a warrant to arrest anybody in our property, Kuya. I'm arresting you in my presence. Relax. Take off your mask so we can see you. No, no, ma'am. Take off your... And I know most of our authorities are trying to do the right thing. Our barangay workers, our police. I mean... They're risking getting COVID-19. They're risking their lives by being out there in the front lines. But still, I was worried about my mother. I couldn't help it. Especially when something like this happens. Thankfully, my mom was able to go home on the same day. We sat down in our kitchen to talk about her experience. We were going to the market, your dad and I. So, siguro... Dumating kami doon just a little after 7. Papasok na ako. Ay, proud pa nga ako. Suot ko yung aking quarantine pass. <laughs> no? Naka-ID holder pa yan. And then biglang sinabihan ako, hindi po kayo pwede pumasok. Mamayang 1 to 6 pa po kayo. Sabi ko, ha? Ano yun? For the past few weeks, the local market has had rules on how many people can be in the market at a single time. And my mom had always lined up. This time, however, the barangay where the market was located had put a tarp up with a schedule for each neighboring barangay. And dun nga, nakita ko na yung ating barangay, along with three, at least three other barangays, ang schedule natin na mamalengke ay 1 to 6 PM ng Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So, ang unang tanong ko, kailan pa ito? Sabi ko, hindi ko nakita yan last week. Sabi, tapos sabi nila, tsaka alam na yan ang barangay ninyo. 
yung makukuha mong attitude nila eh, well, problema yan ng barangay nyo. Kasalanan yan ng barangay nyo. Na hindi tayo in-inform. Na hindi tayo in-inform. By one to six, ang masusumpungan mo na pagkain ay hindi na fresh. And then, this person from the barangay said, eh, tingnan nyo nga ito. Alin dito sa mga barangay na pang umaga ang gusto nyong alisin at ilipat dito sa panghapon para yung barangay nyo ililipat sa pang umaga at makakabili kayo ng pagkain na hindi bilasa. Which isn't what she was trying to say. Her point was, Ang maganda sana ay kung may rotation. Hindi lagi na kami ay panghapon. Sana may rotation para may time na nasa hapon kami, may time din na nasa umaga kami. That would give us an opportunity to buy fresh food. Not just us, but the other barangays who had been given the afternoon schedule. What you wanted was for you to feel heard. Yeah, yun ang mahalaga doon. But, wala nang nangyari. Parang dini-dismiss. You know, I would have appreciated it if he said, Sige po ma'am, uh, itetake note po namin yung reklamo ninyo at pag-uusapan po namin ng mga barangay. Ine-explain mo yung issue mo tungkol sa patakaran and they're just shutting me down. Yung bang walang pakialam, basta sumunod ka, take it or leave it. If my mom sounds agitated, well, she is, which is understandable given the situation. This was the day after the arrest, but would be surprising to people who know her. No. <laughs> people are like... I, I only turn into the Hulk when I'm hungry, so you have to feed me well. Oh. So at what point? Did it escalate? Okay, it escalated when this policeman wearing a fatigue uniform approached us. Police officers wear many uniforms, just as they are also expected to perform many roles to keep the peace. However, research shows that the kinds of uniforms matter. As far back as the 1960s, communities in America recorded fewer incidents of conflict between citizens and the police in areas that stopped using military-inspired uniforms. A study by American criminologists John Paul and Michael Berzer confirmed in 2004 that militarized police uniforms shift the message from service to control. Quote, When police organizations look and act like soldiers, a military mindset is created that declares war on the public. The streets become the front and the citizens become combatants. End of quote. Malakas ang boses niya, and siguro, kaya naman malakas dahil iritado na ako. No? And then, maya-maya, ah, sabi pala niya, tingnan mo nga to, pinoproblema niya yung bilasang isda, eh tayo, mas malaki yung problema natin, yung social distancing dahil dito sa ECQ, sa covid you know, yung bang feeling na, na ibig mong sabihin ang, ang pagbili ng, ng fresh food para sa pamilya namin, hindi siya mahalaga. Na maliit na bagay lang yun, na 
bakit ko pinoproblema yun? Uh, tapos sabi niya na, uh, umalis na nga kayo dyan, nakakaharang kayo dyan dahil uh, dapat nga may social distancing, nakaharang kayo dyan, di makapasok ang mga tao. Yung ganun. And, you know, with that attitude, sabi ko, sige, aalis na ako, punyeta. Itong si mamang polis, sinabi na niya, minumura mo ko, ha? huli ka, huli ka. Ang nilabag ko daw na batas ay yung uh, bawal, murahin, ang mga police officers. Sabi ko, hindi kita minura ng personal. Nagmura ako dahil sa frustrating situation na to. Hindi ikaw. Habi, hindi, hindi, uhulihin kita. Ako ang arresting officer mo. The police officer took her by the shoulder, walked her across the road, and said she would be brought to the hospital for a mandatory medical exam before being taken to the precinct. RA-7438 requires police officers to read persons being arrested their Miranda rights. According to my mom, the police officer didn't do this at all. On April 21, PNP Chief Archie Gamboa announced a new policy that the police will immediately arrest, without warning, anyone found violating the enhanced community quarantine in Luzon. He said they would be charged under the Bayanihan to Heal as One Act. The Mandatory Reporting of Notifiable Diseases and Health Events of Public Health Concern Act and Article 151 of the Revised Penal Code, Resistance and Disobedience to a Person in Authority. Human rights advocates are already worried that it may be prone to abuse. This wasn't the policy yet when Attorney Ted Ted discussed our rights under ECQ in the last episode of our podcast, TED Talks. But here's what they were concerned about. Now let's zero in on the order to arrest people who are found to violate the quarantine. Gwen, ano nga ba ang mga karapatan na pinag-iingatan natin ngayon? Kung arestuhin sila, ibig sabihin, sila din ay makahainan ng kasong kriminal. Ang gabay na binigay ng Department of Justice ay uh, maaari lamang kayo arestuhin kung meron kayo nalabag o lalabagin ng batas habang kayo ay nandoon sa mga checkpoint. Halimbawa, may isa dumaan ng checkpoint pero nakitaan po kasi siya ng... Uh, illegal na droga. So, maaari ngayon po siyang arestuhin dahil doon sa kanyang pagdala na illegal na droga, hindi dahil na, na halimbawa ay hindi siya dapat lumabas dahil wala naman siyang dalang patunay na essential work yung kanyang gagawin or kasama siya doon sa mga exception. To listen to the full episode on our rights under ECQ, Subscribe to TED Talks on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Anchor. At this point of the story, the police officer had taken my mom away from the market so she could be brought to the hospital for a medical exam before taking her to the precinct. And then, siya naman, naghahanap ng testigo. Di ba na yung barangay worker doon? Di ba na narinig mo, minura niya ako? Opo, oh, halika, ikaw ang testigo. Oh, so, later on, dumating na nga yung, yung barangay vehicle. Sumakay ako with my basket and my shopping cart. Akala ng police, I wanted to call ng mga kakilala ko to, to get me out of trouble. Habi, Kahit sino pa ang, ang tawagan mo dyan, ipipresinto kita. 
Habi ko, hindi ako nagtatawag ng kung sino mang kakilala ko. Tatawagan ko lang ang pamilya ko para alam nila kung nasaan ako. After my mom called me, I told my dad what happened and he went to intercept them at the hospital. I was left at home. Scared and upset, I did the typical millennial thing. I took to Twitter. Messages from friends and strangers started pouring in, and as the tweet went viral, my mom's students and co-workers started praying for her. It's very nice that your lawyer friends would say, we're willing to, to give assistance. Yung mga ganun ba? Or, or students who, are, who, who said, Ma'am, the teacher, we're praying for you. How are you feeling? Are you okay? You know? Yeah. It, it mattered to me. Dinala na nila ako sa hospital, sa emergency room. And when I got to the emergency room, your dad was already there. And uh, the only thing that dad told me was, oh, sige, relax ka na dyan. Ako na ang kakausap. Huwag ka nang magsasalita. So I went to the door of the emergency room. Binigyan ako ng papel that I filled up while your dad and the policeman were talking. Now, I have no idea what they talked about. Pero nung time na yon, ang feeling ko, uh, sana hindi, hindi nakikiusap ang dad mo. Sana hindi humihingi ng apology. It turns out my dad had gone in circles with the officer. And sabi niya, ikaw din, di ba? Pag na, pag na frustrate ka, nagmumura ka din. Pero hindi ibig sabihin, minumura mo yung tao. Nagmumura ka dahil nakaka, nakakainis na yung sitwasyon. Bakit sa tingin mo si daddy pinakinggan, ikaw hindi? Nagpakilala din ang dad mo na doktor. So siguro ang feeling niya, oh, ano, pareho silang uh, nagseservisyo sa bayan sa panahon ng COVID. But I, I really... Maya-maya, nung siguro mga 20 minutes silang nag-usap, your dad was very calm. And later on, pumunta na sa akin si dad mo and sabi niya, oh, hindi na itutuloy ang medical checkup. Pinasusunod na lang tayo. So I thought, pupunta pa rin sa presinto. The, the policeman said, iba blotter pa din daw. Dahil baka daw mag maghabla ako. What does that mean? Mag-file na suit against them, against him. So gusto niya nakablatter. Eh sa akin naman, okay lang kung nakablatter. Dahil ako naman ang magsasabi ng kwento, ikikwento ko kung ano nangyari. Okay. Pero nung sumusunod na kami sa barangay vehicle, we did not go to the presinto. We went back to the barangay hall. And then there was this lady who approached me and sabi, naku ma'am, kamusta na kayo? Sabi ko, alam nyo, kailangan matutunan ng mga polis ninyo ang pagkakaiba ng frustration sa aggression. Hindi nakakakilala ang mga polis ninyo kung kailan ang isang, isang mamamayan ay frustrated na sa sitwasyon at kung kailan nagiging agresibo. Dapat marunong silang magkilala, magkilatis. So, dinala na ako sa second floor with your dad and it turned out the lady who who met me was the barangay kapitan. 
nag-apologize yung barangay kapitana sa akin. Nag-apologize din yung 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 policeman. Ang laking conversation sa bansa natin, yung the way that our authorities exercise their power. Mm-hmm. Personally, I don't care as much about the market. I care about the fact na may abuse of power na nangyayari. Ako natatakot ako na this is the society we live in kasi if they can take you for doing that, for complaining, mm-hmm. they can take other people who complain. Yeah. Pero alam mo, nasa leadership din yan eh. When the leader says, arrestuhin sila. Anyone who, who complains. Sila. Oh, ganyan. Arrestuhin sila. Wala nang pag-iisip yan. Oh, nagre-reklamo ka, arrestuhin. Nagmumura ka, arrestuhin. Walang, walang evaluation kung ito ba ay frustrated. Maybe I can just talk to her or explain the situation calmly. Wala. What are your thoughts on the need for an empathetic response from government workers to its citizens? Napakahalaga na empathetic ang mga tao, ang mga government officials. Kasi whatever policies they make, whatever rules they make, apektado ang mamamayan. Katulad yan, all of a sudden hindi ka na pwedeng mamalengke. All of a sudden, yung availability ng goods para sa'yo magbabago. Ang hinahanap ko ay sana kung may mga citizens na nagre-react doon sa mga polisiya nila na I'm sure ginagawa nila yon with good intentions pero medyo sablay dahil hindi naman naiisip ang kapakanan ng kalahatan at ang naiisip lang nila kapakanan ng kanilang kinasasakupan. So, ang mahalaga dyan talaga may empathy. May empathy na naiintindihan nila yung damdamin ng mga ibang taga-barangay na gumagamit ng pasilidad nila. Kailangan naiintindihan nila na may mga concerns ang mga pamilya na hindi mo pwedeng putulin lang. And then, parang maliitin. Ako, I regret something I did yesterday. When you called me, on the phone and you were obviously agitated and I was my response to you was to be like mom calm down mm-hmm. lalo kang mapapaaway diyan lalo kung baka kung anong gawin nila sa and and I scolded you for being upset I I I feel guilty na I was scolding you for being upset because I feel like that's me at the subconscious level buying into the idea that has been fed to us na kung tumahimik ka na lang walang away mm-hmm. so wag ka nang makipag-away wag ka nang magreklamo mm-hmm. when in fact I think in that scenario you had every right to get even more angry because they shouldn't have taken you in the first place and I So let's wrap this up. There has to be a point to all of this. So ano message mo for the government? For the government, bago sila gumawa ng ng polisiya, 
mag, mag-usap-usap sila. Hindi yung, ito ang polisiya for one barangay and hindi nila iniisip how the other barangays will be affected. Yun. Number two, you teach your people who implement those rules. Hindi pwede na yung mga tao na, na pinapa-implement nyo ay hindi marunong mag-explain. Dapat, pag may nagre-reklamo, marunong silang mag-explain in a calm way. Marunong silang tumanggap ng mga reklamo at sabihin, sige po, isusulat ko po yung reklamo ninyo at ipapaabot ko po sa otoridad. Yun ay mahalaga imbis na isa-shutdown mo yan at sasabihin, eh yan eh. Ganyan yan. See? Yun, mahalaga yun. Number three, yung mga police hindi ka lang basta mag-a-assign ng pulis dyan sa checkpoint na yan. Turuan mo ang pulis. Dahil in these times, may mga tao na, na nahihirapan na rin. At pag sila nagreklamo, hindi tama na paghuhulihin na lang lahat. Pag inimplement nila yung batas, ay mag-respond sila in a way na ayon din sa batas na huwag silang magiging abusado sa pagganap ng kanilang tungkulin. Ang tao hindi ginawa para sa batas. Ang batas ay ginawa dahil may tao na nangangailangan ng order. So mas mahalaga ang tao. I'm glad I'm home. Love you, Mom. I love you, Anna. <laughs>